Welcome to the Talent Acquisition Innovators Radio, the podcast for talent acquisition aficionados, HR lovers, and recruitment professionals out there looking to get inspired and challenge traditional approaches to hiring. Here, we'll discuss the ins and outs of the recruitment process, engaging fresh talent, managing tough internal hiring dilemmas, and of course, the future of talent acquisition. I'm your host, Sim Samra from Recruitee. I'll be quizzing the experts, asking the burning questions, and of course, bringing you great guests each episode. By the end of every episode, we'll offer a few hypotheticals and of course, tips to take back to your team and workplace. Today, I'm joined by Aaron Schilder, the founder of Recruit Robin, to talk about the future of AI in a remote world. Aaron, before we kick off with the questions, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Yes, thanks for your introduction already, Sim. So yes, founder of Recruit Robin, uh, we automate the finding of candidates for your job. Uh, we do that by searching all platforms at the same time. Uh, currently do it with a company of 10 people, half of them uh, located in Poland, where our development is established, and a great team of people here in the Netherlands. My name is Aaron, 32 years old, living in Utrecht, and um, yeah, ready to uh, start off with this podcast. Good stuff. Um, let's kick off. How can artificial intelligence be effectively leveraged for remote hiring purposes? I think AI or automation, we can combine these in one if it's up to me. I think AI in general is a bit overvalued uh, if we look at today's technology and what we can actually use in practice. But since I think the last five years, especially in recruitment and HR tech, there is a lot of automation that can simplify and help you out with different phases in the process. The video interviewing is definitely something that people have started experiencing, but I also see around me that a lot of recruiters and other people working in the office like ourselves uh, use different tooling to work smarter. We personally use Calendly to schedule interviews easily. We personally use Zoom and uh, Meet for all our video calls. Now, I personally think that the video tooling And something that doesn't have anything much to do with automation is the social adoption of technology is what has leveraged us most to actually start working remotely. So the acceptation of the fact that we're all doing it from home and actually embrace it uh, to make it work for ourselves, for our families and for the company we work for. Now, I just want to briefly touch upon the candidate experience because it's changed over the course of 2020. Uh, So I just want to get your thoughts on how um, artificial intelligence can be used to help bridge the gap between the HR team and candidates to create a more personal interaction in these remote working times. I think the biggest part is, and again, this is AI or automation, I think, in general. So start with creating time to have personal interaction. In recruitment teams, but HR tech teams, and I think in many other teams as well, the attention for the true attention to candidates normally falls or is created by the time that we have. And we're all very busy. We need to do a lot of stuff. We have hiring managers that ask us, when is this candidate coming? I need this person right now. And a lot of that pressure is creating a lot of stress and making us try to do a lot in very few time. So I think the first thing that you could do to create yourself the time to have more personal interaction is not per se by using technology to have this interaction. It wouldn't be personal anymore either. 
but actually use it to simplify and automate the steps in your recruitment or hiring process that you don't have to do yourself. And there is a lot of great tooling out there nowadays that uh, can enable you to save time and have more time for the interviewing and the onboarding phase, for example. Now, I think you make a really interesting point about using um, AI to automate tasks, to streamline the process so, you, so that recruiters have more time to reach out to candidates. Um, because one of the, the discussions I've previously had with recruiters is that um, when messages, for instance, are automated, it loses its personalization. And I think that was something that was a growing concern that the candidate experience would be, um, it, it would, it would, they would struggle to have that personalization element there at the moment. And I think if there's anything that candidates are looking for right now, it's, it's really knowing where companies stand during this whole pandemic situation and being informed and knowing exactly what the hiring process looks like and where they fall into the journey of that. Do you have any um, suggestions of how recruiters can overcome this fear of um, losing personalization through technology? Just because I know it's come up before when I've had discussions with recruiters, so it'd be good to get your thoughts on it. I think it starts with the managers leading the teams, but also the hiring managers that give their recruitment teams the time and the freedom to be focused on the effectiveness and quality of hiring instead of the speed and quantity of hiring. Because this is a struggle where most recruiters are, are always in between. They have many jobs to fill, and at the same time, they need to watch that they hire the right people. But it's very attractive to if people come to you and you have a lot of demand and there is hiring managers pushing you every day to accept and go easy or go, well, maybe efficient, but not as effective on the hiring to get the quantity and get their short-term satisfaction of thank you for fulfilling this job. Mm -hmm. uh, but forgetting the fact that in three to six months from that moment, you might be looking again for that particular person because you have this hiring manager being disappointed at your desk and also blaming you for that same result. But it starts with these managers that understand the fact that hiring good people takes time and will give you the feeling that you can take the time to do it in an effective way. And if you look at a recruitment process, that will mean that they allow you to spend more time on interviewing. They will allow you to spend more budget and doing the right assessments. Uh, they allow you to say, you know what, have that conversation in a personal way on a moment that you might have a little bit extra time. And it's okay if that means that you have to do it a week later. Uh, so I think it all begins with the company, the stakeholders that do understand that quality of hire can take time. At the same time, as a recruiter, use the automation of tools to standardize and automate the steps in the process where your personal or manual interaction is not needed so you can create more time as well. Let's move on to talent personality assessments because there's been a growing use of AI when it comes to this space. So um, I just want to get your thoughts on how, how AI can improve talent assessments. Yeah, I do have a great experience to share here, exactly. And I love to share what we have experienced myself. I know there are many tools out there, but one that we have been using ourselves as a startup is eCulture. And they use gamified assessments. And the nice thing about gamified personally is that it's a lot nicer for the candidate to do. It's a lot more accessible, uh, not only from a technical standpoint, because you can do it from your mobile phone, uh, but also it doesn't have this 
feeling around you that you need to perform right now. And if you don't do it right now, you will fall, fail completely. And you're not getting all these questions that you didn't get every day, but now you have to answer them right. So it is a lot more easy and a lot more fun as a candidate to participate in it. Uh, but the second thing is about Gamify that it removes uh, the bias, but also the option to play with the results. Now you play the games, the results will show, and it will give you an honest answer as a candidate where you are and how you fit. And it does the same thing actually for uh, the hiring manager or the recruiter inviting you for that assessment. We did that with the culture. And this is as a startup, uh, I would do it differently as a corporate, but I'll get to that uh, later. As a startup, we don't have a lot of people that we can look back at and say, hey, this went right, this went wrong. So this is the type of candidate we need right now. So we use the culture who's focused on startups and scale-ups and understand the dynamics that happens in our company. And because they assessed a lot of people for specifically startups and scale-ups, they have a lot of knowledge on candidates that might be a good fit. And we actually had great hires from people that we have initially assessed by culture. If I would be a larger corporation, I would actually start with using AI in the people that we already hired and try to understand what do we currently have and why does it work or maybe doesn't it work in some cases. So use the technology and the data you have to better understand where you stand right now in order to later on use that knowledge, possibly embed in technology as well, to hire new people. That's quite interesting, using the stuff you already have to see what you can do in this space. For the benefits of artificial intelligence to be felt, uh, it's important for companies to ensure their staff uh, understand the technical capabilities of new technologies and upskill them if necessary. In your opinion, what's the best way to do this? Yeah, good, good question and not very easy to answer. Uh, and it actually has nothing to do with technology itself. I think here it starts as well by having management creating the option to experiment with tooling. Uh, and what does I mean with that? Uh, I mean creating the budget and creating the time to start using tooling without having high expectations from it. So normally what happens is we find this tool and we're completely excited about it from everything what it tells us on their homepage. Uh, we saw a demo and we're completely happy with the results that we saw there. But of course, we have no idea yet and only expectations on what it can do for us as a company. And we need to create a spend budget on it. So it does have to match those high expectations. But that's, I think, a first step where it often can go wrong because applying a tool in your organization uh, as or, or basically requires two things. First, a tool that really does fit your company and you will only learn by actually adopting it. And second thing is, is the adoption itself. And this requires time. It requires people that are willing to change, uh, willing to change their daily way of working. So you need to create time and budget to beginning to take the tools, try them out, give your organization the chance to adopt them, and then evaluate if it works. And if it doesn't, fine as well. Take the learning and move on to the next tool. But don't Invest money in a tool, expect your process to change and to improve next day and blame the ones buying the tool uh, if it doesn't work. Yep, no, that's, a, that's good advice. Um, I think you're right. You need to sort of check your budgets, also make sure the training is in place to ensure people are all on board. 
and I think you, you made a good point of not expecting results straight away. These things take time. Yeah, it's something new for most people. And with everything that's new, we start with it because we have expectations that it will improve. But we also have zero knowledge to actually judge if it will be. So yeah, give yourself the chance to gain the knowledge. I just want to get your thoughts on how easy it is to train and upskill people to use new technologies now since we're mostly remote. Uh, well, that's, I think, the good thing about technology, right? That uh, it can get to everywhere, to everybody without being on the same place. So I think that's the biggest advantage of technology and also why this period of time is an opportunity to actually have people start using technology because the motivation to use things, to make things easier... Uh, is higher than it was before. So when it comes down to using these video conferencing meetings, I know, I mean, there have been companies around there for 20 years selling this product and making money out of it. But I think in general, it still had and needed quite some convincing to actually make companies invest and also accept the fact that if we're going to do it from a distance, we will not be together. And yeah, maybe will people be as effective? Will people be as committed as they would be as they will be in the office. Well, due Corona or COVID, we're forced to move in this way. And I think everybody or most of us have been uh, surprised or have got the confirmation that we actually can. I want to move on to another important um, topic around diversity and inclusion in the workplaces. This is uh, one of the highest priorities for many HR teams today. How can companies leverage AI solutions to eliminate hiring bias? So going back to AI technology, so the potential of AI is huge. But if we look at the proven technology available nowadays, which can be adopted, uh, we need to look at the first steps, the easy things, the, the, the first, and, and most of the times, the first steps in the recruitment process as well. So sourcing, like tools like we have, but also Hire Tool or Amazing Hiring, but also uh, the applications that you get in. So when I think about using AI to hire bias-free, do it in the first steps of the process. So the checks of resume or the pre-assessments that pre-qualify people on skills um, before you invite them on an interview. Mm -hmm. So yeah, leverage AI and do it in the beginning of the recruitment process and give yourself with that while you do more time to actually be involved later on in the process in a personal way. With 2020 shifting workplace dynamics, what areas of recruitment do you foresee artificial intelligence taking over next? Yeah, so I think there are a couple interesting changes here. I think it will improve in every single phase of the process and it will improve faster now we have learned to work remotely. And I think one of the interesting things here that will give that another push is that because we work and we learn to work remotely, uh, the geographical barriers of our hiring areas will, I believe, for many companies, will become less relevant as well. Meaning that, yes, we already hire people from India to develop our software, but I think there are many other disciplines. And especially when we start using more and adopt using technology uh, and as more technology companies rise, uh, we will become a lot more easier in hiring more people from where, for everywhere in the world for different tasks and not only for software development. So I think the first thing that gives it a push, and I know it doesn't completely answer your question, is the fact that due COVID and due the learning and adopting of remote work, uh, more companies uh, will leave 
the geographical boundaries for hiring and will continue to hire more worldwide. And as we do, we're even more forced to use technology and technology will improve and also AI in all the steps of the process. So uh, where first the big improvements will be made is where the friction is low and where it can be made most easy. And this is, I think, in sourcing and this, I think, is also in assessment and process management, like scheduling tasks, scheduling appointments, scheduling interviews and the steps in the onboarding phase. Okay. Before we round off our podcast, I just wanted to ask you if you have any lasting words about the future of AI in a remote world for our listeners. Yes, I do. I think COVID gave us the opportunity to adopt automation faster. As it will be used more, the technology will improve faster as well, simply because there is more demand, more market for it, and companies can afford themselves to invest more in the development. And when it comes down to recruitment, I think the discipline of recruitment becomes accessible to everybody instead of only to recruiters. So recruiters nowadays is a skill, and it uh, truly is a skill. It's not easy, and not for nothing that hiring managers ask their recruiters to hire the next best person. But I truly do believe that the improvement of technology will allow everybody with a hiring need to manage it themselves in the future. Not today, not tomorrow, probably not in 10 years. Quite sure it will be in 20, but who says? Uh, so it will take some time. But the biggest benefit, I think, is that recruiting good people becomes more easy and accessible to everybody who currently doesn't have any recruitment knowledge. Aaron, I want to thank you so much for joining me on this podcast today. Thank you for the invitation, Sim. It was nice uh, being here. Thanks again for joining us on the Talent Acquisition Innovators Radio. We hope you enjoyed the episode. And of course, if you did, feel free to share it on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, or wherever you're most active. And if you'd like to be updated on when our next podcast is going to be released, you can sign up at blog.recruity.com slash podcast. See you in the next one.